Welcome, you're listening to a Rollmaster classic actual play set in Terry K. Amther's excellent Shadow World using Fantasy Grounds. You can find session summaries, items and characters on Obsidian Portal, for now, where our campaign is called The Praise of Old Men. This episode is cross-referenced as Chapter 4, Demons of the Burning Night, Part 3. We're also on YouTube, Podbean and Twitch, where you can find the various links as well as an index of some of the main points of each episode in the description. John, Numel's player, is missing this session. Previously on... Recovered after the fight with the silver-blooded demons, the companions head further along the wall hoping it takes them to a large building they want to explore. In the swirling murk, more strange sounds and sights can be perceived. Are those children's voices? Okay, so uh, I've shared two maps with you. One uh, just got a single token on it with a P, that's the whole I think you were headed towards some sort of large structure that was in the top sort of northwest corner. Um, yeah. So that would be sort of vaguely that direction. Yeah, and I think we were trying to go around the water edge and are struggling to find a way to it at the moment, seem to remember. That's right, you're hugging a wall. Yeah. So if you then look at your other map, which is the low scale, you can see that there's a uh, wall just to your left, which you're hugging. Um, yeah. And you can see on the other side of that wall, the wall is about six to eight feet in patches. And you can see just to your left that there are the remains and ruins of buildings. Some of the walls top 10 feet, but most of the walls have been flattened. There don't seem to be any roofs intact. You'll remember that there's this strange black sort of smut that fills the air as if somebody has been burning a bonfire and you're standing right next to the smoke and the papery debris. As you watch bits of what look like shards of paper float past your eyes from left to right. You'll also recall from our previous sessions that time seems to be working somewhat differently, erratically in Terknev. Uh, as you glance up, you can see the stars and the uh, moons and the sun changing their positions in the sky above you, but irregularly. Sometimes the moons track from left to right as they should. Sometimes they seem to go from right to left. The sun seems to rise and fall at uh, odd times both uh, rising and falling in different directions. So clearly time is neither going forwards very quickly or going backwards. It seems to be fluctuating randomly. You couldn't detect any pattern the last time you tried to study the motions of the stars. But of course, you didn't spend that long on it because you uh, shortly after arriving, obviously, you came under attack. What do you want to do now and where do you want to head? Do you just want to hug the wall or do you want to try and do something else? Hug the wall. I suggest we pick up the pace as much as we can as well. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. was recapping some of the stuff we'd done before, and it was like, you know, stick to the wall. If you go too far from the wall, it's almost certain death. That's my theory of teenage driving. The faster you go, the less likely you are to have an accident because you're in each individual place for a fraction of the time if you're going slowly. Less <laughs> likely to meet something you mean. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. Like charging raindrops. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, the vegetation has begun to slowly take over the That seems to have been largely unaffected by whatever temporal displacement has occurred or is occurring in the city. You can only imagine what has caused that. Um, but the vegetation has grown rather more slowly than you'd expect. Remember, Tarek Nev has been abandoned for centuries, but there's still traces of buildings, traces of the old cobblestone floor. 
obviously across to your left, you reckon that the housing that you see, the ruined housing, obviously marks out whatever's behind this red stone wall as some sort of residential area. Can you all make intuition rolls, please? I'll just move you along slightly. In the tower? To, uh, sorry, memory rolls. Yes, in the tower, please. Not a chance. Come on now, there's open-ended. <laughs> this is not going well so far. So that's Ugnan, Cran, Silk and Victor. Time to get a navigation skill. <laughs> okay. You've got a dim res uh, recollection that across somewhere to your right, at some point, um, let me just move your token a little bit more, you should come across, or there should be another sort of lowish wall. You can dimly hear across to your right the sound of children's voices. The children seem to be playing. You advance deeper in to the smut. Nothing seems to be moving around in the shadow. You remember that your vision is severely limited to sort of barely about uh, 60 or 60 feet or so in front of you. But you can certainly hear from off in the darkness to the north children's voices. Sound as if they're playing, possibly three or four of them. And from time to time, you can hear clapping. The noise doesn't change as you continue to hug the wall. Across to your left, on the other side of the wall, you can dimly hear the sound of what you think is rubble collapsing. Can you all give me perception roll, please? Um, a number of you can hear the sound, the crackling sound, fire, and what could be the heavy impact of some sort of boulder creature or some sort of artillery piece or artillery ammunition has thumped into the side of a substantial building. There's a great uh, crunch, cracking, you can hear distant screaming and then complete silence. The children or the children's noises across to your right uh, continue and then they suddenly cut off and you can hear crying and this is across to your right. None of this shit is real. Just keep focused on following the wall. You're right, Silk. No, really? That sounds like they're in trouble. I'll have to make one of those too. <laughs> we all knew this going in. It's going to be like this. Keep yourselves focused. We know we're supposed to be going. No distractions. I'll Victor. plug my ears with my thing. Vic, do you take point on the left? I'll take point on the right. Sure thing. Okay, so as you continue to move deeper into the city, you think you're getting closer. You're trying to hug that red wall, but that red wall is now beginning to curve away to your left, such that some sort of corridor has been formed. If you continue to follow that left-hand wall, you should get that map in a second. If you continue to follow the wall as you've been doing on that left-hand side, you're going to start heading eastwards when you, sorry, westwards, when you know that what you want to do is to head northwards. You can see what looks like the rest of the wall continue um, opposite you, but your attention is caught by what looked like the sight of a couple of children who are sitting roughly in the middle of what looks to be some sort of road across to your left. Silk, so your top of the order. Of, uh, no surprise there. So, so silk you can hopefully you can all see silk so you've got a choice you can follow that road that to your left 
and maybe go and investigate the two children who are seated exactly where that arrow is. They seem to be sitting, staring at each other, cross-legged on the ground, focused completely on each other. They look human, uh, slightly dark skinned, obviously uh, the weather in this part of the world would tan anybody's skin, so they're perhaps natives, perhaps Noretti. They seem totally oblivious of your presence. Or you can ignore them, skirt the ruins of the house just to your right, and pick up that red wall again if you wish. You want to investigate the children, investigate some of the houses, or skip everything. Um, is Lisa with us, or is she in the... Did we let her have us go for a swim because she might not have wanted to enter the... I don't think she wanted to go in the water at all, as far as I remember. No, you couldn't let Lissa out in any of in, in any of the waterways. Water is either too hot or it's got its own sort of horrible creatures and beasties in it. Oh, okay. I'll 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 ask Lissa if um if she can just like if she feels uh like anything is normal state to speak up. So like those kids I doubt okay, very is, much they're normal. This is unable this is very limited in what she can do both in this city and without any source of water. Copy so if that. the two children were sitting in water she'd be able to find out more. But they're on dry land and in Tarek Nev and her powers already is are somewhat limited. Yeah. There's nothing nothing alive in here. All these are demons. We've just got to keep going. Let's try and avoid them. Let's go. Let's go north and skirt that wall. I had to ask mainly because my self-discipline wouldn't let me <laughs> do anything. Okay. Uh, Silk, you can carry on across towards that north, towards that other far wall. It's at least bending in the right direction. As you pass the children, they continue to stare at each other. They don't even notice, or perhaps they just ignore your passing. Across to your right, you can hear the children somewhere off in the blackness, the inky blackness. You can hear these children laughing and playing again, and then abruptly they go silent. Can you all give me memory rolls, please? Okay, Victor, the nursery rhymes that the children are singing are slightly different from the ones that you've already heard. So this isn't, you remember that some of the sounds that you hear are on a loop and you hear the same sounds over and over again. These children, or this time, the children seem to be singing something different. Mm. And there seem to be a few more of them as well. However, you continue to follow the wall until you come to what looks like a large pathway. The wall to your left is now beginning to give way totally. So you've got no real landmarks at all. You're now going to have to use your navigation skills. You've followed this wall, which has taken you fortuitously in roughly the right direction, but now you stand in inky blackness. So you're heading off blind. Hmm. So we want to still go... So north is... Just want to confirm that way, isn't it? Roughly, sorry. Straight up. Yeah. North, is, north as far as you can recall, be straight up. Okay, so we still want to be going, so the river must be just like around here still, 
or maybe a bit further south than that. I think heading north should still be fine. What I'd like to do, if I may, is just find little little places like the walls as we walk past, like if we walk past close ruins or something like that. Um, I'll just take out some chalk and uh, put in a sign that I would have put in if I was um, showing like a street kid the way to something, um, like to an easy pickings or something like that. Okay. It's a bit of my old street craft to, to okay. just leave markings. If we get lost, we can bear ourselves from where we are. Okay, Cherry, you can see that there is actually across to your right, maybe uh, about 100 yards or so. This wall is taller and made of some sort of white stone. You can make a mark on that wall if you want. It's basically the best sort of, uh, or the, the nearest sort of wall that you can find. So you can make a mark on that wall if you want, and it's a different color, which might help you. Um, the wall that you're, or the, the redstone wall that you're, um, you've been following is now curved back on itself and ended rather abruptly. Um, okay. Give you another so, point. yeah, I might, uh, I might mark the white one saying starting here. Okay. So I, I tell the guys, um, so if we get, if we get split up or anything like that, let's meet back here. Um, your spot markings will as as we go. So just reverse reverse the marking leads, and you'll get back okay. to this. All right. So you can make a mark on that one. Can you give me a perception roll, please, um, Cherry, as you start marking the wall? They ain't gonna be there forever. I don't trust this place. Cherry, as you start marking on the wall what sounds like a, a faintly, well, a definitely unnatural clicking noise as if somebody has taken a, a number of sticks and is banging them together very quickly. Can the rest of you all make um, hard perception rolls, please? Okay, Cran, as the others cluster around Cherry, you glance behind you just to make sure that nothing is sneaking up out of the black filth that fills the air and you sense that silk isn't with you and then you just catch a glimpse of her robe as she vanishes into the black uh, smut that fills the air she's heading back south silk everyone run this way silk's gone and he'll pick up the pace and try and get into a sprint as fast as he can after her Okay. Can, can we look uh, around? Is Silk actually gone? She's not here still. Yes. Give me perception roll. So can everybody apart from Cran give me perception? Uh, Cherry, yes, it's obvious that Silk isn't with you. Uh, Victor and Ognan, uh, as uh, Cran lumbers off into the blackness to the south, as he moves, that air is disturbed. You can't see Silk. She's obviously moving quite quickly. But you think you can hear above Cran's uh, lumbering movements the sound of silk moving uh, as quickly as she can south. Where she's headed and why she decided to leave you, you've got no idea. Can I have initiative rolls, please? We'll use the combat tracker and we'll set up a chase. Okay. 
So uh, I immediately uh, stop what I'm doing, like with the with the signing and explaining, and go. Let's go. And you'll go. So um, I'll give you a. You want to give yourself a ten penalty to. Ten penalty to initiative. No, just Cherry, because Cherry's obviously involved in making. She's finished her job. She knows where you've headed, and she'd be the last person to react. I think. Bloody hell, 1,400 years old, no bloody common sense. <laughs> okay. She's a leaf on the wind. Silk! Stop messing about, please. As children, they continue to stare at each other. But as you approach, it's almost as if a mask is lifted and, and is peeled from their face approach you can see that their skin begins to melt and deform slightly and you can see that actually what's seated in front of you two small hunched sort of four foot tall demons as you approach and try and tackle them they both look up and talk back to you i'll send you that in a whisper while i move on to the others uh, so that's no problem turn. Um, right, Numeral uh, is going to not be as quick as the others, so he'd probably run this way. He's then going to make a perception roll to try and figure out where she'd have gone. Cran, so you're guessing that Cherry has, sorry, that Silk has run off to see the children, but can you give me, um, can you give me a very simple intuition roll, please? So give yourself plus 50, make the intuition roll. There you go. Not, you're not really sure where she's gone. She could have just been completely scared. So you don't think that she's run towards the children. Don't okay. Uh, so you can give me a 50-50 dice roll. Yeah, I'm going to go, shit, no idea where she's gone. Uh, spread out a bit. No, that's a stupid thing to do. Hang on. Uh, and then it will... So, Odd numbers he'll head towards the yeah. children, even yeah. numbers he'll yeah. head towards the the yeah. gateway. That'll do me. It's odd. That's lucky. <laughs> okay, so you head towards the children then. And what's the fastest I can move in a real? Uh, you're moving through the Merc to do a run. Pace, um, sprint? Yeah, you can make a sprint. I don't think I'm going faster than that. But I'm going to ask you to make a moving manoeuvre roll back because of the filth and the obstacles that you're running through. Okay. Oh, dear. <laughs> God, I can't even get up to speed. Why are you running backwards? You can, yeah, <laughs> you can run if that strange temporal again. So you can run, you can move 70% of your maximum distance. Okay, it's probably about, uh, probably, yeah, just about get to the corner, I think. Yeah, um, this is no time to try out for the Ministry of Silly Walks. <laughs> yeah, I've got, you can see Cran's knees are going up and down like pistons, but his like, stride is really short. <laughs> Somebody cast a slow spell on you. Okay, let me, uh, so the children, Silk, Artsy, well, one of them does. Can you give me a channeling resistance roll, please, Silk? Yes, sir. As you approach them, Silk, you can see their faces change and you can see that you know, or in game terms, they're clearly not children. Right. And you hesitate for a minute and then you shake your head. No, they clearly 
they're clearly uh, a little boy and a little girl, five or six years old, and they're worried about something in the garden that has affected their friends. As far as you can tell, they are normal children. Right. Uh, okay. Victor, it's your turn. Uh, similar to Cran, you've no idea why Silk would have run off. You don't know her as well as the others. You don't know about her past. She could have just lost her nerve totally, or she could have gone to rescue the children. You've got no idea. So again, I'm right. going to ask you to make an intuition roll, please. Um, I think we said it was simple for Cran. It's going to be an easy, so plus 20 intuition roll for you. You don't know right. Silk as well as Cran does. Uh, and the last thing that Cran shouted was spread out. So you're not really sure which way to know children that you've been told aren't what they appear to be. On the other hand, the exit is sort of to the southeast. So similar to John, please, can you make a random roll as to which direction you take? Let's you can't say, see Numel and you can't You can definitely hear Cran. <laughs> Probably. Probably. So if you want to follow Cran, can you give me a perception roll? Uh, sure. Right, you can hear Cran. Well, I'm going to try and run in his direction. Yeah, down. you can. So if you want to move towards his direction. Yeah, I'm going to move at the sprint. Please. Yep. So can you give me a moving maneuver? Okay. Uh, you actually probably overtake him. <laughs> okay. So you can probably move past him to there. Someone's tied me legs together. <laughs> Ugnan, um, <laughs> give me a perception roll, please. Okay. I think that's good enough, given that there are two people legged it. Yeah, I'm going to keep an eye on Cherry and keep yep. an eye on Victor. Keep up, lass. Yeah. So if you want to run, you can. If you just want to jog, don't. Well, I'll try and run, uh, which is everybody else's jog. And I'll just uh, make sure <laughs> Cherry's in view. If Cherry starts going the wrong direction, then I'll just stop and start shouting for her. Okay. Give me a moving manoeuvre roll. Yeah, that's fine. So you can move. Oh, I don't know. You could move probably to wherever you wanted. You could move to here. So you can see Cran, you can probably see Victor, and you can just see Cherry. Cherry, it's your turn. You can see everybody else. You, Cran, you can see that Numel is headed the wrong way. Numel! To me! Okay, Cherry, it's your movement, please. So if you're running, moving. I'll jog, because running's only when you're being chased. Yeah. Oh, I think I think you could probably move to there. You're only jogging. You can all see Silk dimly. Just see her back as she's talking to well the darkness. You can't see what's in the darkness. You can you all make perception. Ugnan, Cran, and Victor and Cherry. So everybody, Silk is talking to the children, and you can hear her talk about the garden. Which garden? Silk, uh, the first child points across behind you towards the northeast. And he says, that big garden up there, the royal palace, that, that's where our friends went. And, and, and when the fight started, our parents said, go and hide in the garden. So, so, so they did. And, and the things came. They were so fast. They were so, we couldn't see them move. They, they were standing there and then they weren't. They, they, their heads were all, all red and icky. They, they were so fast. And the little boy begins to cry, and his sister reaches out, uh, Cherry, uh, sorry, Silk, and holds his hand. Uh, what do you want okay. to do, Silk? She is going to kind of tilt her head a little bit and be like, oh, 
I, I shouldn't go alone. I should get my, my friend. We're we're here to save save people, and I want to I want to do it as quick as I can. But I and she'll she'll move towards the garden, and okay. she'll start climbing. Okay. Uh, I won't make you make a yeah. Give me a climb roll. Okay. Um, give me a an, a light climb roll. In those shoes. <laughs> yeah. Well, All right, she'll sorry, snap her fingers and leap. Rock. She'll cast her leaping spell if it's that bad, but I'll do no, it right not. now. The wall is crumbly, but there are enough. Damn me and uh, my agility. Even even with your um, strange center of balance to the token, <laughs> um, you're able to scramble up part way of the wall before your footing betrays you, and you just sort of slip down to the ground. That red wall on the other side of the red wall, there's no garden, it's more uh, housing. And you see as you look back, the children are sort of pointing away slightly to the right. Oh, okay. Okay, so that was Silk. Uh, child two is pointing. Cran, you can 10, 20, 30, 40, uh, 5, 10, 10. You can see Silk near the right hand wall for some reason she's climbing up the wall and then as you watch she uh slumps back down again what do you want to do silk snap out of it get away from that bloody wall what are you doing we've got to help them it, nothing to help they're all dead snap out of it and Cranel, do i need to make a i'm trying to get all the way up to her if i can sorry she put myself back but that's fine can you give me uh yes you I'll probably I'll probably need to run to do that. Uh, okay, give me another. No, don't to the right hand wall, and you've got enough landmarks around you and other people to kind of navigate where you're running to. So move to where you want to go. So I'm trying to get all the way up to Silk, and I'm going to grab her if she's still struggling to get up the wall. She's not. She's not struggling to get up the wall. You can see the two children, and one similar to. As you get closer to them, these two children seem to be holding hands. But as you get closer to them, you can see what looks to be almost a mask fold away from their faces to reveal something that is definitely not a human child. You can see uh, an elongated pointed face with telltale horns. Give me a channeling resistance roll, please, Cran. Oh, dear. These are definitely worthy of option. These children are coming back on the boat with you. No, they're children and they're clearly upset and distressed. And they're pointing and saying something about the garden, Cran. Something about their friends in a garden. But they're too upset and the little boy is sobbing. Sobbing as if his heart is broken. Uh, Numel has been shouted at. Numel will pause and I think come to there and do that. Victor, what do you want to do? You might be muted, Victor. He's dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll mute him. He's dead. You killed Kenny. <laughs> yeah, you just bastard. fall after Cran. <laughs> okay. So you can join Cran. Obviously, you know enough now that Cran, uh, sorry, Silk is quite temperamental. And there's clearly something about demons person um i suppose something of an achilles heel for it it's a, it's a particular weakness you too though can see these two children and again their faces change as you first look at them 
Can you give me a channeling roll, please? A channeling resistance roll. So that's on the front of your sheet. Yeah, just uh, just, just channeling or yeah, just channeling. So double click that. Well, play Reese in the history of Shadowworld has okay. a good channeling uh, resistance speed. So the, the children are clearly upset, distressed. Um, the little boy, as I said, is crying to break his heart. Perhaps his sister, there's certainly a, a resemblance. She's trying to comfort him as best she can by holding his hands, and then she reaches out and hugs him. But again, you can make out some sort of garbled in the garden, our friends, they were so fast, we didn't even see them move. And then their heads, all icky. They, they, I think they're dead. Please help us. And it sort of goes on. Cherry, you're further at the back. Yep, I'll catch up to Ugnan and match pace with him and we'll come around the corner together. Okay, yep, okay. I don't think Ugnan is going to try and outrun you. Ugnan, you... Right, last look. Um, get one of them bolts ready in your bow. Whatever you see, if it's a kid or not, just put one in them if you can. Get this bloody elf back into the real world. And I'll uh, ugly little pop round the corner and see what he can see. So he can't see the children, okay. can he, actually? No, but you know, you saw the children or you... So he's rather saying child, he'll say, oh, look, if you, whatever, whatever this bloody elf's talking to, just put a bolt into it if you can. I'll, I'll prepare something. We'll get this going. We've got to get the bloody hell out of here. Okay, oh, then where do you want to move your token? Okay. Uh, Actually, just there, because I want to make sure I can keep an eye on Cherry. Make sure not to, yeah. okay, yeah, not well, too Cherry, far away. Cherry will kind of... All right, I'll, I'll knock you back a little... Yeah, that makes fair. That's fair. Okay. Yeah, and I'm ready uh, my bow. All right, so can I have initiative... Thank you very much. The boy is still sobbing his heart out and gesturing at the garden to do anything else. Uh, and by the garden, he's kind of pointing, pointing that way. Oh, way far then. Well, he's pointing in that direction across the north. Right. Yeah, Silk got it wrong. Okay. So Silk starts pleading with Cran. Don't you see? They need our help. And she'll. You're cast. right. You're right. Let's uh, let's get over the wall. I take it I'm completely failed, meaning I completely believe their story. Well, you believe their children. You didn't fail. Channel resistance oh. by be completely taken in by their story. Oh, okay. Take it. I mean, Silk believes their children. You all believe their children. Silk is more prone to believe their their um, story about the garden because, of course, she ran to help them. So, Cran, Cran, in, in this kind of environment, would be trying to avoid all combat if possible. So, okay, so we'll say, um, Silk, we can't help them. If their parents are there, they're dead. Let's get moving. We've got an objective to finish. Right, Silk, what do you want to do? Oh man. Let's see. Okay, she'll she'll stop and she'll she'll listen to Cran. Uh, uh but and that'll be okay. her. Okay. All right. Um so you pause. I'm gonna group you all together. The children Fireball Bastard <laughs> <laughs> GM. Okay. okay, so you kind of group together as you would. Cherry, you've got your bow ready. Yeah. Um, you're on the other side of a large bush. Numel at the back. Ugnan, you're next to Cherry. Victor, you're near. Silk, who's calmed down. Right. Can I have Ugnan and Cherry 
Can you give me channeling resistance rolls, please? In the open or in the tower? Uh, do them in the tower. Well, no, you can do them in the open. It doesn't matter. I mean, we, we know what the rolls are going to signify. For all There's of you, including Numel, um, these are two very distressed children who are telling you a story about some of their friends, and you can only imagine that they're young boys and girls, like themselves, so under the age of 10, who were obviously told to go and hide in the gardens of the northeast by parents, presumably because since it had no buildings, it wasn't going to be attacked. But once they went into the gardens, they were attacked by some creatures. And all you know about these creatures is that they were very, very fast. And their friends were standing one minute and then collapsed on the, the next with hideous wounds to their heads. You Can I make children, a... But you don't necessarily know about their story. But they are children and they need help. Uh, yes, yeah, sorry, um, Cherry, I think I know what you're going yeah, I'm thinking either a trickery or a streetwise check to see if it's the old, the old baiting distressed children from that we used to use on the streets to hit up stupid people for using okay, cash. That's, that's very nice. Yes, I'll let you. So, yeah. So, if you, if you have you got streetwise? Yes, I do. Or, no. Right. So, give me a streetwise skill, and I'm going to make this uh, easy. For you that's a really nice use of a skill and totally relevant nice job i'm not yeah, super good it at sounds but... not yeah it sounds it sounds plausible i mean the, the the boy and the girl particularly the boy is absolutely you can see the tears from where you stand that's hard to fake um yeah you know how to do it a little bit of soap rubbed in the eye will do it but the way his chest is heaving as well He's a really good actor. I mean, if you do, if you'd been that good an actor at his age, wow, you'd have made an absolute fortune. Uh, not that you didn't. So, as far as you can tell, uh, Cherry, yeah, these two kids are telling a, a proper story. It's it's real. Right. Okay. So I I go. Okay. So I'll share that. I'll say, look, it doesn't look like they're they're pulling a swifty on us. Um, I don't give a fuck. Come on, we've got something to do. Fuck these children. They've been here for a thousand years. Fireball! Been no. here for thousands of years. I don't care if they're alive or not. They've been here thousands of years. They're going to be here thousands of more. You, Silk, you've been here 1,400 years. And you're acting like you're born yesterday. Get fucking moving to the actual place where we're going. Cran, what are you doing running off leaving us behind? You big lad, you've been military trained. For fuck's sake, you lot. You're acting like you're born yesterday. Get together. Let's get to the fucking objective. Leave these kids. Move! Oh, I love you. Yes, that sir. was awesome. <laughs> oh my god, let's have the where's the real Ugnan? What what am I doing here? He's right, let's Ugnan, move. Ugnan's coming into his own. Ugnan's shit himself. <laughs> <laughs> That's his best fences uh, best defense, his own fence. Get angry, okay. yeah. <laughs> uh can you all give me apart from uh oh, channeling resistance Uh easy for you and the rest of me light channeling resistance rolls. Sorry, what was that? Was that easy for who? Sorry? It's easy for you, Ugnan. It's light for everybody else. Uh, where is the resistance part of the show? Oh, good job. So, uh, on the front of your character, uh, <coughs> yeah. channeling resist. Yeah, so you roll that, but you can, in the modifier, you can either set that at plus 10, or you can just click <coughs> on the plus 10 
um, yeah. sort of icon on the light box. Yeah. yeah. At the front of it, it just says uh, channeling. Nice That's roll, fine, so yeah. resistance. Is it the uh, same yeah, thing? So, so, yeah, so, yeah, sorry. Okay. My apologies. Silk and Ugnan, yeah, this is daft. You really have something that's more pressing. And these children have been around for a long time, sitting here crying. It's too late to do anything about this. Cran, you reluctantly agree with, um, agree with Ugnan that it's probably time to move on. But as you move away, you can't help but looking back over your shoulder and worrying about these two children. Um, as you all continue to follow the wall, you notice that Cran keeps looking over his shoulder. He's clearly worried about what's going to happen to the children now that the six of you have left them alone. First time his life is for everything, I guess. Ugnan, <laughs> if you see me do anything fucking stupid like that again, just like hit me or something. Yeah, we've got to look at each we all got to look after each other now because this place one of us is going to fall. So we've got to just make sure that we keep each other in in sight all times. Let's get I'm moving. I'm so sorry. Please, please bind me. Please blindfold me. I I can't take. So we've got time for that. None of your perversions. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Chat said Fifty Shades of Sun. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just delete nice. those tokens and close that. So you return to where with uh, and Cran, you've got a sinking feeling about what's going to these children. Can you give me a medium channeling resistance roll, please, Cran? Won't you please help? As you oh, got to go back. <laughs> you yeah. have abandoned the children. You've got no option but move on because you have a responsibility to your other family, certainly upon Cherry and to a lesser extent um, Silk, although Silk is obviously older than you in some ways, and particularly now that you're in Tarek Nev, he is quite vulnerable and needs your protection, Cran. So you're caught between a rock and a hard place. You've had to abandon these two children to God knows what fate, but you've got a more immediate concern with Silk and Cherry to look after. Um, and as well as you know, Victor, you're not sure if, as the other main warrior, if he's going to be able to protect them as well as you can. Uh, so, Cran, I'm afraid for the rest of this adventure, you're going to be at minus 10 to all of your dice rolls, please. Okay. As this guilt begins to weigh on you until something more pressing and more snaps you out of this melancholy and guilt. You can, you can see Cran's looking just tall, keeps looking back over his shoulder, he's uh, he's looking down, he's not looking to the horizon which he was doing at the start of this. Right, you head back to that wall, so I'm now on the, and it's on the other side of this blue, white elaborate marble wall that is the garden that the two children spoke about. Oh. It's ironic that you've now come back to this garden. Anyhow, you've decided that you want to head northwards to try and get to this large uh, stone structure that you pinpointed earlier in your map uh, or when you flew over the city. You know somewhere across to your left is a big dock which had what looked like a number of intact ships. 
However, there's no indication and there's no sound of any water around you. So as you head further north, all you can see around you are shattered buildings, the remains of uh, what was once probably a well travel. There are no walls, there are no large structures uh, visible. And of course, there's this black murk that surrounds you all the time. Navigating in this filth and with your nerves beginning to fray now, from time to time, you hear more normal city noises. You can hear the bustle of a market across to your left. You can hear the telltale cries of stevedores and ship's crew as they hove into port. You can hear barrels being rolled up wooden gangplanks across to your left. Across to your right, you can hear more street noises. You can hear hawkers and sellers and uh, the sounds of a busy merchant's bazaar. And then within seconds, that changes to the sounds of a battle. You can hear screams, cries for help. You can smell burning of buildings. And you can also smell that telltale metallic iron smell of blood being spilled difficult to navigate in conditions such as this. And within a few uh, minutes, you're beginning to lose your way and you begin to, to become aware that you're a little bit disoriented. You're not really sure which is north, which is south, which is east, which is west. I'm going to have to ask you guys to make a navigation roll. Now, the, the way this will work is if you haven't got the navigation, you're going to pick somebody who is going to say, I think it's this way. And they're going to use probably their intuition to guide it, guide them. Of course, if any of you have a navigation skill, that will help immeasurably. Or I if do. you think of some other way of finding the way north, I'll let you use that. Always take one rank in every skill. No. <laughs> yeah, I've got, one, I've got one rank in navigation. Same. <laughs> I've got five. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. I'm plus 25, you are a so you'll, you'll beat me then with just the ranks alone. Yeah. Which way? Which way? Come on. Yeah. All eyes look towards Jerry. <laughs> oh, she screwed us. No, <laughs> we don't know. Well, I might as well roll it, right? Like, we're all rolling and if then we got choose... It. Actually, Jerry, I'm going to ask you, to, I, I need these rolls... Private. So, right. no, make, it, make these in the open uh, and just bear with me. Oof. Oh, Lord. So, you're not sure which direction you're headed, but as it happens, as you can clumsily tell on the map, you're headed roughly in the right direction. Oh, nice. By sure chance. I mean, a, a 97. I... Well, I'll continue marking the way, which helps us know where backwards. Well, across to your left, you can see what seem to be two watchtowers. Uh, can you all give me perception rolls? Sorry, can all of you, apart from Cherry, give me a memory, please? So you're dimly aware that you saw only a few towers. You know that the red gate, Glustrod, the demon, the demonic red gate, that had two fairly intact towers, only two stories high, uh, and the upper floor was um, pulverized. You also know that this one other place near the docks that had towers so you're not too far from the dock and you're vaguely aware that they should be left if 
you've managed to head northwards in the direction one. Does Cran remember that, or in which case he? Yes, say yeah, something? You, yes, you do. All right, so yeah, I remember drawing those on that sketch map when we were in the uh, in the ship. Um, you know what? It may be worth investigating to clear one of these places out in case we need a respite. Smart. We can save any kids too. You see a flash of pain go over Cran's eyes. Well, let's first thing first. Let's go in these uh, in these towers. Okay, so you want to check out those two towers? Yeah. And guys, I'm I'm sorry. I just it's kids. Uh, I know what you mean, so But we've got a job to do, and Agnum is right. We've got to focus on it. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm not even convinced it is kids. You you can't trust anything you see here. I mean, no kids been allowed around for a thousand years, have they? Okay, so as you approach, I won't zoom in. You can see there are two large, both of them were at probably at one point two stories high, but the second floor you can see has been badly damaged. Large chunks of masonry have been knocked to the floor. Vines have begun to climb up and into the ruined upper floor. But as you uh, go between, and the road that leads between is about 10 to 15 feet wide, you estimate, so wide enough to get a good sized cart down it. You can see, or rather, you can smell fresh air coming in from a large open space. Clearly, this was perhaps um, a protected uh, or a protected part of the dockyard that you could see when your ship flew over. So, somewhere in here, you'll remember saw those two ships. That one which looked to be almost ready to sail. The towers themselves, when you check them out, have had the lower floor doors completely blown off. Some enormously powerful magic was used to blow the doors off. Uh, these are wood and lie in fragments on the inside of the towers. Staircases in both the left and right hand towers lead up but there's no way up because both of the stairwells are choked with rubble and timber. Cran's got a strange deja vu moment of some smartly dressed cockney who's trying to <laughs> minister into the... <laughs> I told you though. Yes, I knew you'd say that. Um, so, I was thinking uh, it too. Yeah, so you can see probably, I was going to say yeah peculiarly placed gold um, bar sitting near the doorway. <laughs> um, obviously, they were successful in what they ended up doing. Um, so the two towers themselves look empty. Does Crane get a sense that either of these could be defensible? If they're basically blown wide open, they're not, basically. Uh, yes. So the walls themselves are thick. Thick. And although the upper floors have almost completely, um, well, made useless to you. The ground floors are still intact with what look like intact ceilings. As you glance up, you can see the beams are still there supporting the floor above. And in a way, the fact that you can't get up the stairwell means that things can't get down the stairwell at you. They're completely blocked and choked. Uh, Cran, give me an, um, give me either a memory or an intuition. Actually, both of those are rubbish, aren't they, really? <laughs> both of them. Um, Memory's not as strong. So... Hey, now, we're here to play the game, baby. If it's hard, no, it's okay, too. <laughs> um, I just, I don't think you've got any... I've got Law uh, Stone. 
Go on, give me a stone law skill. Oh. Yeah, stone is really heavy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it looks choked. Yeah, it's choked. So it would take probably days of labour to clear this. And if it did, Ugnan, just glancing up, you're not sure what you'd achieve in any case. You could just weaken the ceiling. A little bit like, um, you know, you start removing... You know, you start knocking down an interior wall in your house, and the last thing you want is some clever dick to come around and say, "You know, that's a load-bearing wall." The rubble that's in that stairwell could be load-bearing, you know, as far as you can tell. They had some cowboys in here. Cranel <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, then say, "Yeah, this doesn't look great. Let's let's check out that ship. It's close by. That might be, I don't know, immune to the corruption in here." Well, I don't like going off the beaten path, to be fair, oh, but um, mask on it. nice to have a plan B, isn't it? There you go. So you can see the towers, um, and I'll drag your, uh, from the combat tracker, some tokens over. You should be able to see sort of a, an area that's been cleared. You can see what stone towers, they're squarish, with uh, spiral staircases that lead up. And I'm just dragging the tokens on now and just putting them randomly on the map. What's that white cheese wedge-shaped piece there, Stuart? Uh, that's rubble. That's oh, just rubble. Okay. That's a big piece of a white sort of stone. There's a stone path that's still fairly intact that leads off in front of you. You can hear um, street noise. Oh, sorry, uh, ship noises across to your left. Well, let's try and secure one of these towers so we can use it as a as a base if we um if we need to if we need to really rest okay so by securing it what do you want to do check it out make sure there's nothing hostile in there and then try and fashion some kind of barrier or door okay yeah you can do that the easiest thing ironically might be the one with if they've both got intact roofs but actually yes they have block the entire doorway climb up and then cut through the roof that will so most of the things we've seen at the moment haven't been flying so no, would... you haven't seen any flying dean who's good at climbing cherry you up for that yeah yeah i'll use my whip of climbing to assist oh that's what it does <laughs> <laughs> oh. so is we... that a euphemism for something are we heading for the palace yeah, yeah eventually because oh, that's not too far from here so we'll make a base it's probably a palace yeah, this is purely a place where we can rest up if we need it. All right, okay. Just going to delete those tokens. Which tower do you want to climb up onto the roof? Uh, the more stable-looking one. I <laughs> <laughs> thought you'd say that. Okay, give me a perception. Sure. Can I look as well and yeah, see yeah. which I think is most stable? Yeah, give me... Uh, yeah, so Ugnan, very high. Uh, sorry, uh, Cherry, let's just... Perception roll for you. Weirdly, I'm better off at perception, but I'll do stone law anyway. Even like a reasoning roll or something like. Probably the northernmost two towers safer to climb. Right. And you can climb that one. Okay. Sorry, my apologies, folks. It's only the southernmost of the two towers. That doesn't oh well, I'm sense. going up the north now. <laughs> so, so if you want to, if you want to change your mind, sorry, I found a to uh, share with you at some point. Um, uh, yeah, I'm happy to go up the south tower. Uh, okay. Like I specified that I was looking for the sturdiest, so I'll go the south. 
Okay. Uh, you're able to get up onto the roof. Give me another perception roll. You glance around as you scramble up to the top. And from the advantage with a little bit of a greater height, although the murk still surrounds you, you get a strong sense that the strong breeze that you're feeling uh, tells you that you're probably within uh, about maybe a hundred feet or so of the ocean, or rather the bay that the this dock curls around. Right. So I'm back on the large map, and you know that somewhere across to the left there is a large okay. ship that sits in a bay. Are yeah, there so like I, seagull I sounds down. too? Or? No. The ship you're looking okay. for isn't too far away. Hmm. So was there anything else you wanted to do on the roof? Southern, you can see that the uh, stairwell cherry from where you stand is totally blocked, forming rubble and masonry. Right. Um, I suppose I'll um, I'll have a quick look around on the roof, like if there's any remnants of, uh, yeah, anything that you know, just my normal, my normal, uh, my normal old school skills come into play here, and I just look at anything that looks of worth, of value, worth grab. Okay, give me a normal perception roll, please. Sorry, I meant the first one. <laughs> Uh, okay, wow. So 130 or. I'm happy with well, 130. You can see that there are shards of what look like copper squares on the roof, green, um, verdigris covered copper tiles almost. And these have been obviously formed the roof, and it's as if a huge hand punched into them and completely flattened the roof, while perhaps shortly afterwards or at the same time, something huge was detonated or struck the outside of the tower. So this was obviously a concerted effort to both cave the tower in and flatten it. But you can tell by the massive thickness of the walls, uh, um, almost five foot thick, that when these towers were constructed, they were built with this sort of siege warfare in mind. Jerry, can you see anything of the city from there? Is it too dark? It's too dark, too dark. unfortunately. So Cherry, you're actually on the roof of that tower. You are right, on the roof of that tower. So that's where I see the copper plates. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I go, can't see much except for what went on up here and whatever was going on <laughs> was pretty big. I'll explain better when I come down. And... Is it defensible up there? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Very much so, but uh, I'm not sure if what was here in the past is lingering and likely to strike again, which could make things difficult for us if we're trapped here and have to climb down to fuck the big meteor that struck it or whatever. No, it was a big meaty hand that struck it. Oh my. Then explosions. Well, it was, yeah. All right, so we'd be better off inside. But um, is there any way we you can hack through the roof so we can uh, block up the entrance, maybe? There's rubble that you could remove. Yeah, we could clear out space. And... Cherry's going to need a hand, so you could toss rubble barricade that would block in either the northern or the 
southern um, tower. It's entirely up to you. So I, my suggestion is we have, we've got lots of rope, I think. Um, yeah. Have a yeah. knotted rope coiled up on the roof, staked up there. Um, Cherry can climb up, drop that down so we can all climb up more easily. Drop through a hole in the roof into the tower, but just block up the entrance with rubble. It's probably the safest we can get. Well, is there any way you can cut through the roof up there, Cherry? Yeah, um, yeah. We can move some rubble and. You could move some rubble and toss that down, track roof. Ugnan and I have uh, wall spells we can cast. That would do it. Some sort of spell that would manipulate and would be a lot safer. Fireball? Yeah. No. <laughs> Just kidding. Do you want me to rope mastery to see if I can type? Hmm. No, I don't think so. There's enough rubble up. Okay. Do we want to barricade it permanently or temporary with uh, yeah with our wall? Well, I can create a corridor through any wall we do create if it, we want to make it permanent for now, and then we'll be locked in. You can see Crony takes his helmet off, and his like hair is matted to his forehead. It's hot, and he scratches it, and like things jump out of it, and then he uh, bites his lip. He looks really hesitant. Uh, I prefer some rock in the way, to be honest. Let's try and block it up. Okay, so what I'm getting at is your only way in... Only so way in being the roof. Up. Yeah, you, you broke up that. Okay. okay, so your only way in or out is to climb up yep. if you block the doorway off. Okay, that's all I was getting. Actually, one, one question, Stuart, this might be simpler. Is there anything we've seen so far with stone doors or metal doors or something that hasn't completely deteriorated and rotted away? No, well, you haven't come across any intact parts okay. gate. And these gates, um, these, the doors were completely blown in. Um, and then obviously at some point the rubble was removed to allow attackers in and out. Uh, Glustrods, well, if it had gates, you didn't see them. Um, but the tower doors also were similarly destroyed. You haven't seen any stone doors. You haven't seen any metal doors, just wood. Oh, then have you got any permanent walls? Uh, I've got an ice wall, but I don't have stone wall. Yeah, I'm gonna do uh, wood wall. That's uh, it'll take about twenty round, uh, twenty. Uh, what's what's around here? Six or ten seconds? Or well, twenty of those anyway. A couple of minutes okay. to get through, or uh, ice wall. Uh, it can get through in a couple of minutes at the top. But it'll take a bit longer at the bottom. I oh, know. Sorry, earth wall. Sorry. Yeah. Well, that's it. I've got ice wall, which might be stronger. It's almost like stone that way, so I can cast it. Then it'll it'll also keep our food. Yeah, I just don't think we're going to be able to keep out concerted attacks but this is more like we don't want stuff things stumbling into here and then using it as a base if we can just keep them out they'll go they'll go to even if they go to the other tower that's going to be better for us yeah okay. exactly. well, I don't know. So the plan is sorry so the plan is that if you want to yeah seal up the door with bells um so that the only way in or out is through the roof is that right well, I think the original plan was to completely block it with rubble and so climb in and out the roof. But I think that may be a too time consuming and b yes. if we're in a panic, trying to climb up a single rope could leave people vulnerable. So we're just going to go for a. Actually, I, I guess Agnan, you can just cast cast that wall thing if we get back here and uh, and we just need respite. So don't even need to do it now. Okay. Yeah, I mean we've seen some of them how quickly they can move and jump. I don't know much is going to hold them off anyway. I think I'd prefer a corridor or two abreast, like you two looking at Victor and uh, Cran at the front. I don't think much of them get through that way. Right. 
gauntlet of pain sticks. My counsel would be let's get going north, get onto that noble house, which isn't too far if, if that map was correct, and then to find someone. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, Agree. Okay. Matters. What do you fucking think I am? Some just meathead? <laughs> I think you're a bloody good warrior, big lad. <laughs> and a okay. Head. So you've checked out the towers. You so the ship that you saw, that tantalising sea-going vessel, or when you flew over the city, is about two to three hundred feet away from you, maybe two hundred feet away from you, across to the west. The GM does dangle a bait. You want to check the ship out? Do you want to check out the? Uh, or having now found a defence, push on to your primary objective, which is that big stone building somewhere north of you. Yeah, let's push on to the stone building. Yeah, I, I have this thing that uh, uh, Stuart be this little dangling a GM lure, like just dangling a little boat there. Oh uh, no, no no dingle, no! Dingle, 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 dingle. <laughs> Come on, come on! It's only two or three hundred feet away. Well, it is, but um, I can't promise you that you. You don't like it. <laughs> I mean, one of the one of the things I'm worried about. Have you seen the way these sun and moon goes everywhere all over the shop? I don't know how long's passing outside of these walls. So we thought we had a couple of weeks before those lot from Selkai came here. For all we know, two weeks has already passed, and they're coming through the gates as we speak. That's why I'd rather not hang around too much. That's a good point. Time does okay. spin differently. You, I take it, then you've decided that. You and try and head northward. Yeah, might as well. Okay. So the completionist you... in me is just crying like a little girl <laughs> 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 for all the stuff we've passed by without engaging. It's like, no! <laughs> the poor GM made all these maps. Please, let's just go back a little. Unfortunately, um, the Shadow module, uh, if you've got any of those, so, uh, Demons of the Burning Night, 53 pages. It's not a module, it's an entire campaign. Um, so, you could spend, I don't know, months of game time just exploring the city, right. uh, knowing how Silk has a tendency to run off in 15 different directions at once. <laughs> All you can do is map everything and hope that at least some of them are used. Well, thank you um, for that, then. Well, no, I mean, that, that, was, that was the whole reason basically your own canvas to, to explore. Okay, so as you come out of the dockyard, you've got a choice. You can try and navigate your way trusting to, I think it's Ugnan's skills to try and dead reckon north, uh, assisted, of course, by Cherry, who's a bit more of a city street rat than Ugnan is. There is, of course, across to your left, a convenient wall, which is, seems to be heading in the right direction. But there's also a rather noticeable fragmented walkway, which is, seems to be heading in the right direction. Uh, can you all give me intuition, Rob, please? I paid my intuition fees. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Cherry and Ugnan reckon if the building that you was as important as its size indicates then it would almost certainly be probably connected via some sort of major thoroughfare so actually if you not to sound like the wizard of oz if you follow the cobbled brick road you may well end up going in the direction it could be just a simple now following the road yeah great 
<laughs> Go on, I'm bloody clever. Whatever. So, following along uh, that logic. Oh, your mother's meathead. <laughs> <laughs> you begin to wind your way along. Can you all give me perception? Standard perception rolls will do. Again, the noises of the street glitter around you. However, a number of you notice across Ognan, Victor, and um, Cherry that there are is another prominent stone wall. And beyond that stone wall to your right, you can see another. This one again intact and very, very tall indeed. It looks almost undamaged. However, as you continue to follow the path, uh, Ugnan has suggested will lead you in the right direction. You can see looming up. I just realized that I don't have to do a climb check ever again. <laughs> nice. I, for I forgot I got the ring of flying. Oh, beauty. What? I was looking through my inventory. I'm going, I haven't looked through my inventory in a while. And there's ring of flying sitting in there. And I'm like, yeah, don't, okay. don't forget those magical items. Yeah, oh my gosh! So yeah, it's there for a reason. Everything. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, as you follow the path uh, northwards, you end up coming to a turn to your left, which is clearly leading you towards the um, large building. Um, it looks like perhaps some sort of temple or maybe a palace or you can head to your right. However, um, to both your left and your right, you see the thick blackness and the uh, fragments of paper which keep flickering between your eyes have got somewhat thicker as if barriers have been placed across both the left and right-hand wall. So is the, is the building to the right the huge gazebo we saw, or is it something different? No, uh, the gazebo further to the north and further to the east. Okay. So, Silk, as you get to there with Numel, Kerry, Ugnan, uh, Bran, and Victor, there you go. Um, as you get to that point, you can see that your path now splits to the left and to the right. Both left and right, the thick smut that has swelled around you seems to be thicker. Can you give me perception, Ralph? There's also a faint odour on the air as well. Um, the smell is familiar to you, unfortunately, Cran. It's burning flesh. Ugnan as well, you've been around enough battlefields as a healer to recognise denture. Uh, flesh being seared, cauterized wounds. Victor, unfortunately, is a warrior yourself. You've also come across smell before. Um, the stench of burning flesh is wafting towards you from both the left and the right-hand side. Cran, uh, it doesn't take too much, and Ugnan can agrees with you that the smell has emanated that thick pool of inky blackness to the left and to the right, which sit right at the edge of your vision. The blackness is so intense that you can't see anything at all. Ah, blackness. And where did where is the palace in relation to where we are right now? Well, if the um, if the map. No, carry on. Well, if uh, when we did that flyover, 
earlier. The map was correct. Just to our right here is what we thought might be the noble noble quarter. And there was a building in there amongst the ruins, uh, under foot square, and that's to the right. And then to the left, up that way, is the uh, what we think might be the palace. That's the big building, the two-story yeah. building. All right, so left then is where we want to head. Left is where you want to head. So what you're describing is the other area, is that central walled area that we saw, quite a big one. That's right, we thought it might be like the, the, the noble area, maybe. There was one building there, was right. still intact. Very yeah, let's roof. go left then. Uh, I don't know, do we... We don't want to risk getting split up. Do we take any precautions? Like, tie each other together or something like that? Yeah, well, if we follow this we... path, stay on the path, don't follow any bloody children or um, any sick puppies or whatever fucking else you're not going to follow, and just get to the palace or wherever it is, get inside. We'll probably have enough to deal with in there. Crown looks sheepish and, like, shuffles his feet. Well, you can see Ugnan's overcompensating because he is a little bit scared, obviously. Okay. As you get to within sight of that inky blackness, you can see that there is something moving around in. And as you approach, a tall creature wreathed in flame steps out of the uh, shadowy darkness. Run away! Just... <laughs> Keep <laughs> running! Puts up his hand and tells you to. You are not welcome here. The mistress is seeing no one. Return to the gate and leave. We are here to defeat your mistress. Shh. Guile, guile, guile. Let me just think about that. I'm going to prepare a shock bolt. <laughs> Has Cran yeah, had, his, had his short sword sheathed for a, more than an hour since he last? Oh, yes, comfortably. Yes, yeah, so I think okay. so. All right. <laughs> He'll whisper out the corner of his mouth, you ready, Victor? It's going to get messy. Cran will start walking up and sort of muttering, come on, be reasonable. And he's loosening the sword in his sheath as he's doing that. The creature steps towards you and pulls from it, mimicking a huge two-handed sword. Can you all as soon as as soon as he moves to pick out the sword, I'm going to leap forwards, draw the sword, and take his head off. Oh, like, that that's the theory <laughs> attempt okay. to. Can you give me uh, initiative rolls? Sorry. Uh -huh. Thank you. And I was just going to say, why did the demon have to show off a brand new blade to the guy who's the blade master? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that just automatically made him. Challenge him. <laughs> yeah, like, like when he was running in place earlier, it was because he was like when a car gets dug into a melee ground because he got carrying so much weight, he's just digging himself into the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Silk, it is you to go first. Okay, so just like um, Ugnin, she's already got her shock bolt set <laughs> and ready. At all. Uh, so lightning starts crackling from her fingertips and she's going to move 25%. All right, so both of you said you were going to spells. Deducted, you would have waited one round. And I keep forgetting for you, it's a jog max or run max without roll? Jog. Jog. So that's that. And she's going to so move. So any spell that you wanted to cast, you can. We had one round of prep. So, yeah. Yeah. That's it. It's first and second level spell is uh, our yeah. no prep round. So I am good, baby. 30 is 22%. So there we go. So 10. 20, 30, 
and she'll unleash a spell at the tall flame reeve demon. Targeted and letting it rip. And 15 feet away, I think, is like a plus 10 or a plus 0. I don't think it... So here we go. Oh, good roll. 180! Double top to finish. And in the uh, white corner is Silkwin! <laughs> okay, so even fatter belly by your spell. Not the 9 o'clock news reference. Wow, that's taken. Yes, I know. You should be impressed that I'm... Nicely um, Where? Sorry, I'm, I'm not sure what... So that's 11 points of damage to the creature as your lightning bolt strikes home. It should have been a horrific hit on the creature, but it seems to just barely acknowledge the fact that you crack. Yeah. Um, now however, we know. However, um, you have managed to do a creature critical. Oh. Well, here we go. I open it. So the creature is uh, eleven tall. 11 feet tall. Oh. Yeah. Eat fire or lightning. Nice. Oh, nice. Oh, nice crit. Mm. The creature is struck in the chest. It takes another 15 hit. But it seems to ignore, should probably have knocked the creature to its knees, stunning it, I'm afraid, Silk. It continues oh. uh, almost as if it's been affected. Kren, you're not going to like fighting this guy. <laughs> Silk is going to move five feet back to get behind with her 3% movement left. <laughs> that was 22, so... <laughs> you're not going to like fighting this guy, Kren. She puts her hand on his shoulder. Okay, so the creature is going to attack... I'm going to duck under a big swooshing sword if I can. Okay. I'll try and block it with the... I haven't even got the sword out yet, actually. So... Oh, no. Oh, God. No, no parries right now. Oh no! <laughs> I should have stayed for. So actually, roll it like I know one and take some numbers off. Yeah, eighty twenty. Come on, buddy, absorb that damage. Okay. Uh, well, your armor is it takes. The... Ah, fuck! But your armor obviously takes the brunt of this. Uh, that I'm afraid is that. Cran drops to the ground. Oh my freaking lord. Holy shit. What crit was that? A hundred? That was a 98. 98. Crush foe's skull. Plus 30 hits. Opponent dies immediately. At plus 20 to your next swing. And that is the end of Cran the Warrior. Or so it seems. Find out next time. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for subscribing. All the usual stuff's in the description of how you can get in contact with us or the other media types we have. And remember, next episode, Stuart's mic stops cutting out. Catch you next time. Happy gaming. Cheers.